Through training in the culinary arts, one entrepreneur is on a mission to transform the face of re-entry in the U.S. His Cleveland-based social enterprise is equipping formerly incarcerated people with the skills, experience, and second chances they need to change the direction of their lives. Welcome to In the Business of Change, where we speak with social entrepreneurs impacting their communities and the world. I'm your host, Elisa Birnbaum, publisher and editor-in-chief of Sea Change magazine. On today's episode, we speak with Brandon Edwin Krastowski, who founded Edwin's Leadership and Restaurant Institute with the belief that every human being, regardless of their past, has the right to a fair and equal future. Besides training in culinary arts, Edwin's also gives students free housing, basic medical care, literacy programs, help with finding employment, and much, much more. With 97% employment rate after graduation and 1% recidivism, Edwin's is a true success story, with Krastowski receiving numerous accolades, including the 2016 CNN Hero Award. In our conversation, he speaks about the second chance he got that inspired Edwin's, the programs it runs, its impact, what he's up to next, and the buzz around the recent Oscar-nominated documentary Knife Skills that profiles his work and the passion it entails. Um, So thank you again so much for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Tell us a bit about yourself and what inspired this project. The, The whole idea really was born before... You know, I knew what it was going to be or that it even existed within me. Yeah, I was 18. Uh, I had gotten arrested. It was for the first time. Um, there was times after that, but this one was significant in the fact that it carried a uh, five to ten year sentence with that, that action. And um, the first thing that happened was a, a judge gave me a second chance. And uh, you know, whether that was because of race or he saw something in me or... Uh, whatever reason it was, I've never asked. I never. And I, he, said, he said probation, and I never looked back. Um, I was on probation. I met a chef in downtown Detroit who ended up mentoring me in culinary arts and, and hospitality, and, and truly taught me what it was like to to be in this business. Uh, he, he taught me some very uh, important lessons. It's not practice that makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. And his fundamentals, you know, allowed me to go away from school. You know, first person in my family to go out of state to go to college. I went to the Culinary Institute of America. Uh, I kicked ass because I had a great mentor. I was a leader. I worked at a Charlie Trotter in Chicago, and then you know ended up going to um, to France after that, and worked in Tour and Paris. Uh, I learned quickly in France that hard work doesn't have a language because I was illiterate. So I couldn't read, write, or speak, but I found myself in the best restaurant that Paris had to offer. And then eventually settling down in New York City, thinking I was going to be the best chef. And what happened there was not only a you know great experience in food, but the, the realities of life back home, that's people dying, uh, you know, through violence or, or getting put in prison. And, and, and I quickly realized I needed to build something that could um, help others, uh, like I had. Uh, and that was 2004. So, I mean, that was really the, the, the catalyst and the journey. And then from there, it was, it was just getting the doors open. And those doors... Um it was Edwin's, but there's there's different components to it. So um, how and and also just to say, take a step back, you brought it to sure. you started it in Cleveland. What was it about Cleveland in particular that that interested you and that that the challenges there that you wanted to address? Well, it had, had uh, the second worst high school graduation rate in the country, behind a um, some small town outside of um, uh, L.A. 
and, and I just knew this is where it needed to be born. There's no people weren't creating these things back in 2004. If, if they were, they weren't they weren't being publicized or, or, or you know outspoken. I just knew what worked for me. I was just trying to find significant moments in my life, and so I was just checking on that stat because I knew that would bear. Uh, you know, people going into prison. It was uh, significant in my life because high school I barely got through, and that's where I caught my case. So it was strictly that fact. That's why Cleveland. That's it. Okay, makes sense. And so um, it started in, in different. There were different incarnations. I mean, there were different parts to it. That 2011, from what I saw, you started. You went into Grafton, and you you did work there first, and then you opened the restaurant in 2013. Do you want to go through that? All the different initiatives that you started. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, so along this journey, you just keep asking questions, hitting the walls, and bouncing back off them, in hopes that you're going to get to this this place you 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 know you envision one day. And um, I had just kept listening to people, and I had, you know I had a business plan, I had a team, I had a brand, uh, I, I you know I had um, you know incorporation, I had all the things that were that needed to be done except doing it right now, and. Um, so I said, why not just start doing it in prison, right? Just start putting it out there and do it. And that's where it started in Grafton Prison in 2011. That course still carries on today, um, you know, seven years later. And it also continues um, in 13 different prisons. So it's, it's expanding inside the walls. Uh, but right there, I, I start to show that it is possible to do and you can do this. Uh, I just needed people to get behind the, the cause and, and met some wonderful people to help out. And uh, next thing you know, it's 2013, and, and, and we opened the doors here to the restaurant and training center, uh, which is, you know, the Edwin's restaurant. And then in – and can you just actually go – can you go through the program at the restaurant itself? How do people get in, and how does that work? And since that's – that is the main focal point, I guess, of your yep. work? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, in prison, it's two separate tracks. It's not like there's a prison program, and you come from that program to the outside Two separate tracks, so I'm okay. glad you asked. The, the the prison program, eight months long, once a week, done. On the outside, it's a, a six-month program uh, through a French fine dining restaurant and class before we open, and that six months is, is, is fairly intense. You know, you're, you're working you're working full time plus. It's a restaurant, right? So how you get involved is simple. Uh, you just apply, and we we don't ask about people's uh, criminal history we don't ask about their education nor do we care it's easy it's accessible and it's it's your opportunity to to lose we're not going to take it away from you if you're working hard we're going to we're going to keep you keep you going and how long so, again is that program sorry at the restaurant how long it's six months six at the restaurant okay it's someone's here four days a week and um you work every position in the restaurants you switch every every you know couple weeks and there's a lot of reasons. Everything's designed for a reason in this program. I've got a reason for this. And it ultimately leads to not just a skill set you're building, but esteem that needs to be built inside someone that, that, that perhaps has been ripped away from poverty or incarceration. And you have to do it with a certain velocity. So it gets pretty, uh, you know, it's a full contact sport. It certainly is. And so, and, and then I read somewhere else that in 2016 you started the Life Skills Center. It, it, what's that about? So housing, so ultimately this plan I wrote years and years ago, it was supposed to be the best culinary school, right? We were building a culinary school, and, and the component to that is a, um, is housing, a campus, right? It just happened a lot sooner than, than, I, than I thought would, it, would have happened. But you know, demanding so much out of somebody who's showing the courage, uh, you know, showing the hard work, 
yeah, at the end of the day, they're they're in a shelter or someplace. It's not up to a standard that we deem quality. So I said we're going to build housing, and you know, ended up raising the money behind it, um, you know, 1.2 million in a couple months, and then got three buildings, and now we have a, a 25 bed uh, dorm room for students who want to live for free. Relatively, they, they pay 100 a month, and then, but they get that back. They pay utilities, they don't get that back. Um, there's an alumni house, a separate house, eight beds. That's 200 bucks a month for graduates. And then there's a library, over you know 5,000 books. There's a fitness center. There's a test kitchen. There's a basketball court. Uh, so someone can come anywhere, land here, get this opportunity to train and make some dough, and, and have a place, a safe place to live and learn. So that's the campus. That's 2015. We opened the first building. Okay. The last one was complete in 16. Okay. Um, and I wanted to ask you about something you're working on next. Um, we can get to that now if you want to. Are you, you're already in the process of opening something else, right? Yeah, we, there's a couple of plates spinning. And fortunately, I have good teams so, you know, to fulfill them. That's good. Uh, there's, there's another restaurant you know, we are the consultant for. Yeah, essentially, we're just you know, making sure it's all set up properly and running this thing the way it should be. Uh, that's down in Medina. It's uh, it's kind of like the heartland of of Ohio, uh, you know, very close to where this opioid epidemic began. Um, you know, Central House is kind of like that, that stomping ground for heroin. And the idea is to build a, a restaurant for those in recovery, um, equipping them with the tools, the esteem, and and um, you know, the vision that that you can do this regardless of your past. So it's an extension of reentry, just focused on recovery. Uh, and then there's the butcher shop that I'm fundraising for, which is, you know, th- those are more phone calls and meetings, and they're not, it's not the heavy lifting quite yet, but we've purchased the building, got about 200000 in, in, in the uh, the bank, and we need another 700000 to open. So um, that, that's the other project. And that butcher shop is right next to the campus. And all this lies right inside of a, um, you know, kind of a vulnerable part of town that, uh, it's, that's been overlooked. And would the butcher shop have the same business model as the restaurant in terms of how you operate it and the, the how people apply and what they get out of it? Yeah. It's going to be like an elective class. You're here at the school, right? You're here at the college, and, and then you have this, this class that you can elect to, to dive deeper into. You know, So we'll have that, that option, but we're going to run it. It's, 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 it'll be the fourth nonprofit in this whole enterprise. It's, it's actually going to be a nonprofit LLC. So it just essentially means it doesn't have to file a 990. It falls under the umbrella of another one of the nonprofits. And it's going to be a little leaner. It's going to make you know, the revenue that we need to sustain this project because the restaurant can only do so much. When you have like you know, you have attorneys and case managers and all these other bells and whistles, um, we don't take any state or federal money. I refuse it. I don't want it. So it's built off of smart business, a committed community, and, and, and some generous foundations. That's great. Um, and in terms of impact, you, how do you measure the impact? How do you, how do you know uh, what is your definition of success in terms of graduates and how what they're doing next? Or do you keep in touch with them? Any of those things? Yeah, I mean, listen, we have metrics for all this, and, and, and I think it's it's all shit. You know, at the end of the day, when you we talk metrics and you're measuring this, the bottom line is when when someone starts this program, they they have a life plan, and that life plan is is kind of a guiding compass. So we measure, you know, um, someone's performance against their life plan, their attendance against their life plan, their the next step against their life plan. So if they're accomplishing their plan in life against that next step to get them to that end goal, that's success. Uh, you know, 
the metrics of like you know we have less than one percent recidivism so you know 250 graduates you know the people aren't going back um, that's you good that's great yeah uh, 52 jobs are waiting in line to hire here in Cleveland you know we have you know if you walk out of here you're getting a job 98 percent of the people get a job keep it for a couple of months they may switch but they're they're employable they have a skill and a confidence um, you know, to be employable. That's really the goal. If someone can get that, um, you know, we've won. Agreed. Um, that's great. And what about uh, this awesome documentary that came about? How did that come about? Called what? Knife skills. Knife skills. Yeah. I mean, again, it's you just use your instincts. And um, uh, Thomas Lennon, who's won the Oscar before, we got nominated this time. Uh, didn't win, but it was an honor to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I met him over meatloaf at, at a, um, uh, a friend's house in, in Manhattan, and we just talked, and he heard what I was trying to do, and he, he jumped on board, and, you know, the next thing you know is uh, you know, four and a half years later, this, this documentary comes out, and it's taken this, I mean, taking the, you know, the indie film scene, at least for short documents, by storm, and, and it just, and no matter who watches this thing, it touches yeah. them. It got great. Talks. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about it. Have you heard a lot of response? People have been connecting with you over it? Yes, for sure. I mean, look, when you go to the Oscars and you're there, you're very, very, it's a very rare air. So you know that something special has happened. Um, we've screened the film in prisons and um, it inspires. We've screened it across the country. It inspires um, you know, people all over the country uh, to die now. And the emails and the letters and you know it's making an impact. My head's buried in work, and the reality of life, and the reality of you know what we have to do each day. But um, for, for all intents and purposes, you know it's making it's making some noise. Absolutely. Anything else that um, you didn't address? Yeah, again, it's just it's just slowly, um, you know, changing the face to reentry, and we have to do that by a level of excellence. Uh, by a, a standard that has never been seen before and, and, uh, and a model that's never been seen before. We're, we're doing that. And uh, we're making the noise, hitting the, hitting the marks we need to to, um, to change this perception of what it looks like to come home from prison. Uh, so that, that's, I mean, that's really the, the long-term goal. Um, you know, then obviously to do that, you need to have a product. Our products, you know, I believe the best culinary school in the country it's going to take a few more years to get there, but after butcher, it's a bakery. After bakery, it's a you know wine shop. After wine shops, so you do have all, you have bigger plans that than more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's that's all in the cards. All in the cards. Big empire. Um, no, I think that's awesome. The mission is so fantastic. Wondering if you want to address any of the challenges that you face. I mean, you're juggling a lot. There's a lot going on. You're dealing with you know a mission that is not so easy to attain. Wondering what you face on a on a regular basis in terms of meeting your mission. Um, I mean, it's challenged every day. I mean, every day you 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 wake up and you know, someone's someone's life is uh you know is not perfect, right? Including ours, and you know we we fight hard to make sure that someone is getting to where they want to be, and and that, that that that's a challenge every day. The human being that is 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 is, is you know. Trying to work themselves out of a hole, and, and if you simple physics will tell you, it takes a greater equal amount of force to move an object. And if we're trying to move someone or something or some perception, it just takes. There's a challenge every day to, of, of of force and energy and power to move that, yeah. move that that object. 
I, so every day it happens. I mean, you know, in all, in all different scales, as simple as you know, you know, not not making a, a connection somewhere to, to to losing a life. I mean, the, the scale is is vast and it's it's uh, it's ever changing. Any takeaways, lessons learned that you've that you've had over the years? You've done a lot. Um, curious what you would tell someone. I don't know, either in your position wanting to do the same thing or um, what would you say to them? Just, you know, keep keep on trucking. I mean, if, you're, if your body tells you it's right, it's, it's, it's right. Don't let your mind get in the way. Uh, you know, it's just not going to be easy. It's just not. It's not going to be easy for uh, your body, your mind, your soul. So, I mean, I would say the advice is start training. <laughs> start, start training your mind, body, and soul to you know, endure because that's that's truly what it takes is enduring, and uh, you'll you'll get to where you want to go. Okay, thank you. Thank you so so much. I really appreciate it. All right, have a good one. You too. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening to In the Business of Change. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear other conversations with inspired social entrepreneurs and change makers working on challenges in their communities and across the globe. I'm your host, Elisa Birnbaum.